0: The Oklahoma City Thunder see their winning streak snap at the hands of the very, very good Phoenix Suns. SGA continues to play at an all star level, and Josh Giddy continues to impress in his rookie season. All of that and more coming up on the Lockdown Thunder podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your teams every day. <laughs> Daily Oklahoma City Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at L.O. Pod and email the show L.O. at gmail.com on today's show brought to you by Truebill. We'll dive into the Oklahoma City Thunder losing to the Suns as Devin Booker and SGA put on a show. The Suns are a great team and SGA continues to put in his bid for the All-Star game. But again, this show is brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is one of the new apps that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for subscriptions that you do not want or need any longer. You can negotiate better deals on those you want to keep as well with uh, Truebill.com and on the Truebill app. Well, this game was fun, though. Uh, Once again, the Thunder have had a fun month of December with with games that have felt big, that have had a ton of back and forth uh, and a ton of intriguing storylines. Today was no different as Muscala returns to the team. And Derek Favors, though, takes his turn to rest on the second night of a back-to-back, something the Thunder have done all year long, has been resting uh, one veteran big and Muscala, and one veteran being in favor on opposite days of these back-to-backs uh, to allow them to get some rest and manage their minutes later in their careers, but also uh, still give the Thunder a chance to compete as we see how important these veterans are to a young team trying to win down the stretch of games. Uh, Vit Critchie was out today with a G League assignment. Uh, he did leave the uh, showcase championship game for the Blue with an ankle injury. Uh, no update on that just yet for Vet. so we'll see what kind of comes out of that. He went to the locker room immediately after injuring his ankle. And so we'll see. Uh, as of right now, the only distinction on the injury report has been uh, G League assignment and nothing with his ankle. So hopefully he's perfectly fine. Abdul Nader, of course, Thunder Legend was out today for the Suns. Uh, Frank the Tank Kaminsky was out and Dario Sarge was out for the Suns. The Thunder started out with SGA, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, Aaron Riggins, and JRE, And the Suns start Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Michael Bridges, and Jay Crowder, along with, of course, DeAndre Ayton. And Mark stuck to his guns. Uh, I was interested in the starting lineup because I knew that the Thunder were going to uh, arrest Derek Favors. Of course, they've been doing this all year. And so uh, Mark had been typically outside of that first day of benching basically has been liking the look of sliding up Jerry to the power forward spot and putting in Derek Favors alongside Jeremiah Robinson Earl. But with that not on the table, you could use one of your best and more, more consistent offensive weapons from your bench unit and slide him up and move Skylar to the starting five. But that does hurt your secondary unit. And so I was wondering, is this kind of the pathway for Baisley to get a spot start? And Mark even said yesterday before the game uh, against the Nuggets that Baisley would be in line for a few spot starts, and it's not a permanent thing. And reiterating that, that you know there might be a time where Baisley needs to slide back in that lineup sooner than later. I think that was, I thought that was kind of setting the stage for or uh, a turn of the lineup for him in a starting group, at least for a one-off game before we get this two-day break for the Thunder and they come back with a fully healthy roster against the Pelicans after Christmas, but stuck to his guns, started Aaron Wiggins instead. And this is important, of course. So the NBA has changed their uh, two-way rules. So there is no longer a cap on the number of games. Remember in Lou Dort's rookie year, whenever he was on that two-way deal, there was a cap on the number of days you could be with the Thunder. So even if you just simply practiced with the NBA squad, that took a day away of NBA eligibility. It's why Lou Dort could not practice with that Thunder team until the bubble. And then when the bubble happened, and last year and this year with COVID protocols, they've they've since shifted that to game days only counting. So so Wiggins and Paul Watson Jr., in this case, can practice with the team without it counting against their 50 days. Well, now that COVID's running rampant, they've done away with all of that. The two-way players can play in and practice it as many days and games as they need to or want to with the NBA squad, and the only limitation is they cannot play in the playoffs on a two-way deal. If if you want them a part of your playoff rotation, you must convert their contract to an NBA uh, deal. And of course, in many cases you must terminate and release a player to make roster room for that player. So the the long and short of it is Wiggins now can play in as many games as he wants to for the Thunder this year. Of course, all of us still uh, assuming that the Thunder will not make the postseason this year and will not need to worry about having Wiggins in that playoff rotation. And that's a, that's a big deal for a player who's already played 13 of those games, right? He's played 13 games and made four starts. And, and this entire time since draft day, this organization has heaped praise upon Aaron Wiggins, who they drafted 55th overall in this year's draft out of Maryland. And he's 22 years old, and he has that feel of an interesting 3 and D option for the Thunder, impressed a lot of people in summer league. And of course, it was, has impressed the organization enough to start him four times already through these 13 games. And so now the Thunder have all the options available to them. They, they have just all the ammunition to go explore the roster and to explore if they want to convert Aaron Wiggins. And it's a bigger deal for the Thunder than it is for other teams because the Thunder have a long history of extending NBA contracts to these two-way players. It's been a long streak from Deontay Burton all the way to Lou Dort, Moses Brown, and everyone else that the Thunder have, have done this with uh, in recent vintages. So we'll see if that train continues this year with Aaron Wiggins. As though to me, At this point, it seems like it's kind of a when, not if they're going to convert Aaron Wiggins to a two-way deal or from a two-way deal to an NBA contract. So we'll see when that happens for Aaron Wiggins. So how did the Thunder lose this game? Well, the Suns are simply a really good team, and that's kind of the long and short of it. The Suns are now twenty-six and five. They're eight and two in their last ten games, and one of the hallmarks of a great team to me and a team that can go win a title is a night like tonight for the Suns. They did not overlook OKC, who is this team that's projected to be a very bad team. And uh, you heard all the jokes the same way that I did about how bad people thought this Thunder team would be. And on the heels of and, and prior to playing on Christmas Day, arguably the biggest platform this sport has to offer you in Christmas Day, not only just playing on that day, playing at home on that day and against the twenty six and six Warriors, who are right on your tail for that first seed in the Western Conference, and uh, you guys have played some great matchups so far this season with between the Suns and the Warriors. With all of that ahead for the Suns, they still did not overlook the Thunder, and they still took care of business, and they extended a sixteen point lead. And the Thunder did come back and make it close, and even took the lead in the third quarter. But the Suns then rallied and got control back of this game, and so to not roll over for a team like this with all that in front of you goes a long way in my book to making you a great team and a title contending team. So I thought this was a very impressive game from the Suns. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, their big three all had really good games, especially Booker, who had 30 points, seven assists, seven rebounds a block, two steals and made over 50% of his shots, 52% from the floor, and 57% from deep. Ayton had a 19-point and 12-rebound uh, double-double with two assists and two blocks. And then off the bench, Cam Jordan, 7-for-7, seven seven, 21 points, three assists, nine rebounds. The Suns are just a really good team. They had four players in double figures, and each of those players made over half their shots. They're just really good, and this Thunder team is not quite there yet, obviously. The Thunder had five double, double figures players who had more than 10 points, and only two of them, SJ Muscala, made half their shots. The Thunder got down 16 points. Uh, they had... Two lead changes, two times tied in this game. And of course, they had their famous third quarter run, took the lead, but the Suns took control right back. In this game as a whole, the Thunder shot 38% from the floor, 26% from three, and 76% from the line. The Suns shot 48% from the floor, 30, uh, I should say 38% from deep, 48% from the floor, and 61% from the line. The Thunder did have one less turnover. The, uh, the turnover battle was 13 to 12 in favor of the Thunder, but the Thunder were out-rebounded. They had uh, more points in the paint. They had two fewer second chance points, and then they lost the fast break battle six to one. The Thunder improved their shooting in the second half. Uh, They shot thirty-seven percent in the first half. In the second half, they shot forty percent from the floor. The Thunder lose one thirteen to one oh one against the Phoenix Suns. All in all, there was a lot of positive in this game. SGA just continuing to be awesome and trying to match Devin Booker shot for shot was just. A pure joy to watch, especially as SGA puts together two really great games before tomorrow, which is Christmas Day, and the NBA All Star uh, game voting opens. So that'll be a ton of fun to to watch for. Uh, JRE was nice today and, and showed off his stretch probability. Josh Skiddy had another really good game. This game still brought out a lot in the positive direction for the Thunder, and they kept it close with one of the best teams in the NBA, arguably the best team in the NBA, especially in this Western Conference. That. Only has, what, three or four teams above 500 right now? So you played one of the pillars, one of the only you know kind of elite teams in the Western Conference, and gave them a pretty nice run, uh, even though they just had way more ammunition <laughs> than you did at the end of the day. But we're going to get into SGA's all-star bid and in this incredible game. But first, I want to see you right now, we good friends over at Built Bar. The holiday season is here, so grab a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and in fact, even better than a candy bar. Built Bar is filled with, with so much holiday goodness, rich with chocolate and flavors that you're going to just love. Amazingly healthy for you. It's low calorie, low sugar, low net carb, low fat, but high in protein. You get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. With so many flavors you're going to get to choose from. It's going to be a very hard time choosing. You've got a raspberry, mint brownie, a cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. I personally love cookies and cream, so try that out today. Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need. To bust down those mall doors and battle holiday shoppers, or just simply stand in what seems like endless lines around this time of year. Built Bar can give you that something extra to get you going and get you through the day. So, throw one in your jacket or your purse or your backpack. You never know when you're going to need it. People are so passionate about their favorite flavors. Of course, mine is Cookies and Cream. And tell Santa to throw a few Built Bars in those stockings this year. And Built Bar goes great with a piping hot cup of cocoa, like so many of those marshmallow treats on the holidays, Pilt has built Bar puffs that give you that light, fluffy, and marshmallow taste through and through with different flavors, but they're all still covered in 100% real chocolate. It tastes so good. You will not believe that they're fill with protein. So go to Pilt and use the promo code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. LOCK15, 15% off your next order. Pilt promo code LOCK15, 15% off of your next order. Thank you for listening to Lockdown Thunder and making it your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are here for you. Talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including the platform of YouTube, which we just launched uh, earlier uh, this year in October. So make sure you go subscribe there as well. And we're going to continue talking about this game against the Phoenix Suns. But I do want to tell you for your second listen of the day, go check out Locked in NBA getting you set for these marquee Christmas day games uh, as well. And we have a new special NBA insider show up right now with thunder legend, Antonio Daniels. You can go hear his takes on what's happening around the league with the health and safety protocols, but let's dive into SGA making his all-star bid SGA in December is averaging 25 points per game, six assists per game, four rebounds per game and a block per game shooting 43% from the floor. That's of course on a 10 game sample size tonight. He made 29 points, seven assists, five rebounds, seven for seven at the line, two for six from three, 33%, and 10 for 20 from the floor, 50% a block. And only two of his threes were sidestep threes. Uh, You know, step back, sidestep, which has been the big talking point around SGA this year has been him trying out these step backs and sidesteps. And a big uh, point of content from fans has been, well, should he just stop shooting step back threes as his three point percentage has dipped a ton this year compared to last year. But in this game, Only two of those six threes were of that variety. The rest came from him coming around screens and being mobile off those screens, and he just didn't find the bottom of the net uh, too often from three, but you take two for six in this case. He just has so many tough finishes at the rim. Euro stepping through the lane, taking contact at the rim. I love the fact of watching him play because he has so much body control and ball control. Think about how difficult it, it is that, to watch SGA play and to defend SGA whenever he can control the basketball in one hand and extend his arm all the way out. I mean, he basically can go from the elbow to the rim in one step because of that long arm, and you can't get the ball out of there. And, and so you're, he, that's where he's able to come up with those scoop layups that really help him navigate through defenses. I, I just cannot believe the control he has over his body and his, and, and his basketball – even in, in one-hand scenarios whenever you're playing against grown men like this, which allow him to you know, cover so much more ground and beat defenses. I think that the mid-range ability from this year has been phenomenal, especially loving watching him operate from the elbow. He can pull out that fade shot from the elbow, which extends his range and makes him a true three-level score, especially as he starts to round into four more uh, from the three-point range uh, as the season continues. And, of course, his gravity. His gravity is unmatched and this is going to be great for the Thunder long term. Either his gravity continues to draw in two, three, four defenders at times as it has this year. Uh, And as you get better players around him and flush out this roster and make it that title contending team that you want it to be, he's now kicking out to better players who can more consistently knock down those shots or defenses have to just live with whoever their best defender on SGA one-on-one. And no matter the defender you put on him, I will take SGA in a one-on-one scenario nine times out of 10. You know, and, and really, if you're the Thunder, 10 times out of 10 you, you live with SGA one-on-one, no matter who the defender is, even if it's the best defender in the NBA, whoever you think that that might be, that's kind of your max guy. That's kind of your, your all-star superstar. And you just hope that all goes well for you. And with SGA's ability to create space for himself, given his length, uh, I'll take that matchup. And so the fact that he's getting that gravity right now is just so crucial long-term but because of that gravity he can drive and kick at a high clip he has the highest drive rate in the nba he has the most drives in the nba and tonight it worked to perfection as he drove and kicked at jerry for three three different times uh, and, and jerry of course made uh, three of them he found muscala on this trailing plate in the uh, third quarter or second quarter i don't remember which quarter it was Set up Josh Giddy for three as well and had that amazing bounce pass from one block to the other uh, to Josh Giddy, who is just a great cutter all around. And, and of course, use that step back move to get Aiden in the air and drive and the defense rotates over to him. And then of course, Jerry's wide open for three. Jerry hits a three and the rest is history. And that's why you do not want to see SGA stop shooting those step backs because not only do you have faith in SGA, the player, right, to develop and consistently hit that shot. Like you, you would imagine if SGA, who has an improved, who has improved his game every single year that he's been in this NBA league, despite some of the adversities faced, right? You think about his career. He goes to Kentucky. That's a new coach, a new system. Only stays there one year. Goes to the Clippers. That's a new coach, a new system, and a new league, and playing in the highest of the highs league. And then he starts there, uh, and, you know, and comes off the bench both. And then he plays very valuable minutes in the playoffs for the for the Clippers. Then he gets straight to Oklahoma City. Plays for Billy Donovan. And that team goes on that magical run with Chris Paul and then a Schroeder. And then Donovan goes to Chicago. And now he's playing for Mark not for the second straight year. This is just the first time he's had the same coach and the same system for two straight years. So he's dealt some adversity. And, still, and so through all of that, though, still, he's improved each year of his career. So the reason why you don't want him to stop those sidestep step-back threes is you have faith, number one, that he'll be able to master them as he has over the last summer that you know, he's been working on it and eventually translate to the NBA and made shots, but also it adds that wrinkle to create for others. This set, this step back got DeAndre Ayton in the air because he's done it so many times this year that Ayton was anticipating that he was actually going to launch that three. And so because of that body control, because of the manipulation of the defense, uh, SGA can tease that step back, drive in a step, and then kick out to JRE for three as the defense collapses on Shea, going back to that gravity comment. So it just adds so much. It's another branch off of SGA's creation tree that you want to keep growing and keep seeing how it evolves. So I I love the fact that we're seeing that move turn into more offense for the Thunder and more offense for SGA as well. It's been a great thing to see SGA accomplish this year. And speaking of Jerry, he had a really good game: eleven points, five rebounds, a block, three for six at the line, forty-four percent from the floor. And this is why you also want to sh- want Jerry to keep shooting threes because he has that stretch five potential, which is so valuable in the modern NBA. And I actually like his defensive ability, uh, even against guys who are more physical and, and are more uh, kind of, you know, taller and bigger than him because he sticks his nose in there and he's able to kind of just be in the right spot at the right time and, and make the most of it. But if Jerry can continue to keep his confidence up shooting that three ball, he can be one of the better big man shooters in this league in two or three years time. And so that helps a lot as you put him around guards like Giddy, who likes to cut to the rim, like SGA who likes to drive at the highest clip of the league, right? As you put him around those players, that's obviously the players that the Thunder are looking for. He's that great safety valve for the roster construction that the Thunder are trying to build as they try to make their way back to a title contending team, which you should try to do right now though. Is go to betonline.ag, folks, on your website, on your laptop, your desktop, your mobile device, whatever you're using, because betonline.ag has you covered this holiday season with props, odds, and lines than ever before. With football continuing its march through the bowl games uh, and the pro f- uh, football playoffs, and everything else that's happening right now in the world of football and basketball, betonline remains your number one spot for the sport action this year. Head over to the website, use your mobile device, and sign up today to receive your 50%. Welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our code locked on. Our code locked on gets you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with our code locked on at betonline.ag from basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, and even favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage right now of these amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline online is the fastest and best way to bet on all your favorite sports. So do not wait. Take advantage right now of our amazing offers at betonline.ag, promo code locked on, 50% welcome bonus. But online, where the game starts. Again, thank you for making Locked on Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We're here for you talking Thunder basketball. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including the platform of YouTube, but it's all free. No matter where you subscribe, just subscribe so you never miss an episode. For your second listen, go check out Locked on Bets. They're making you some money over there for free at Locked on Bets, five days a week on the Locked on Podcast Network, your teams every day. Let's continue the show with Josh Giddy, who had 17 points, two assists, six rebounds, 41% from the floor, a steal. And Josh Giddy just looks wise beyond his years. I mean, he looks steady. He's very strong for being a teenager in this league. Uh, he, he's a very savvy player. It's the three S's, steady, strong, savvy. He understands where he needs to be and how he needs to get there. And if you watch him, I think that as this year progresses, you should train yourself on a handful of possessions at least a night. So you just only watch Josh Kitty. Don't watch the ball. Don't watch you know, what you typically watch during a game. Just focus on Josh Kitty. Never leave Josh Kitty uh, from your sight because he's always moving. And that is something that truly helps this entire offense. You now watch him for the entire possession. Just move his feet, get into new positions, and find the soft spot of the defense. It, it, even when he has, doesn't have the ball in his hands, he's moving the defense and allowing others to get better looks and we've seen what happens for this Thunder team specifically going back years what happens whenever you have a stagnant offense that just kind of stands around and Josh Giddy helps eliminate that and he really forces defenses into bad spots as a great cutter that he is and once he cuts and finds the soft spot of the defense gets the gets the ball thrown to him right the defense is is naturally going to try to shift and say oh gosh we're now in a bad spot we got to rotate over there and stop that as he's found our weakness in this shell that we're in right now. And as they do that, he's such an elite passer that it creates for others. So as soon as Josh Giddy can break down your defense on the ball or off the ball, his passing ability helps him execute it even more. And I think that Josh Giddy's potential is through the roof. And it's the rare case where his baseline floor is super high, but that does not at all limit his ceiling. Most of the time you talk about a high floor guy, it's also a low ceiling guy. This is the total opposite. You've got a high-floor guy who also has a limitless ceiling. I mean, as he works out his shooting ability, as he works out an ability to score more efficiently and work off of that one uh, weapon of his, which is the floater, in terms of, uh, in terms of being a scorer, there's nothing that Josh Giddy cannot accomplish. And the vendors were good tonight, too. Of course, they missed Eric Favors, but Muscala and Kenny Hustle both shot 50% from the floor. Uh, Muscala had 10 points. Uh, Kenny Williams had uh, 7 points. Muscala had 6 rebounds. Kenny Hustle had four rebounds. Both players were a plus 10 in the box score. One, uh, two of only three players in a positive margin in that category. Poku was a positive four despite going 0 for 2 from the floor. But he did block, block a shot, get a steal, and an assist in his uh, about 12 minutes in there for Poku. This is a really fun game for the Thunder. Again, just the fact that they continued to fight and made that run in the third quarter uh, and kept it pretty well close all night. Of course, they did get down by 16 at one point. With this tough Suns team, uh, shows the the leap that they've made so far, and and. Proves the fact of them playing a lot better basketball than they once were in this season. And we'll just see how this, continue, how this team continues to evolve. The bet that it was a Thunder plus 15 and a half. I'm going to always bet the Thunder uh, when that number gets that high. And of course they covered that. Moneyball pick was SGA. He made two threes this game, but Jerry made three. So if you had Jerry, you've won the Moneyball pick for today, which of course is who leads the team in three-pointers made. The MVP, it was SGA. I mean, he is really rounding back into that all-star form I'm interested to see what the push is like for him come Saturday because last year, Thunder fan base did a great job on Twitter and a great job on social media trying to push for Shay in the all-star game. I'm sure that all of you will do a great job again this year, uh, but again, it goes deeper than one merit and two, you know, fan base support. But I just wonder how the national conversation around Shay is going to be because you're pretty soon as the voting opens, you're going to start having these all-star pods from my favorite national experts and national uh, media members. How do they talk about Shea? Cause it's easy right now. To just go look at the box score and see the regression and efficiency, but it does not always tell the full story. So we'll see what SGA can do himself to kind of write that wrong, but also see how the context is around him uh, from a national perspective. That's not really checking on him every single day. Look, these national people cannot watch every single Thunder game. It's, it's impossible. Uh, you know, you have to watch it the, the day after and things like that and catch up on it the best you can. But, uh, we'll see how they do in covering SGA's All-Star bid, especially in this Western Conference. Again, there's not very many juggernaut teams that need three or four or two guys in, right? Because last year, that was kind of the big thing. Whenever Mike Conley was the replacement player, it was one, Conley's never been there before, and two, are you really only going to give the Jazz one All-Star or two All-Stars, whatever the case was? You know, it was pushing for the Jazz to get more players because of how successful that they were as a team. And in the West, isn't that really that notion right now for, for the Western Conference? But we'll see how that goes. Coming up on Lockdown Thunder Podcast, we're gonna have our Christmas wish list release on Christmas and of course recap the game against the New Orleans Pelicans the day after Christmas. So until then, follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles and be good. And be good to one another. This is the Lockdown Podcast Network, Lockdown Thunder Podcast. Subscribe for free across all platforms, including the new platform of YouTube. And again, be good and be good to one another.